Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. is the Bill Squire Show. Hey, I'm here with Josh Gondelman. He is a stand-up comedian, uh, an epic viral Twitterer. I think you <laughs> have some of the best tweets that are just so universally loved that, uh, you know, that I can think of. And then uh, also a writer for uh, D- Jesus and Mero. Jesus and Mero, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I am happy to have you here. Uh, and it's also, when I asked you to be on the podcast, I knew you were probably going to say yes because you're a people pleaser. <laughs> That's true. I feel like it's truth in advertising there. Yeah, well, you know, when it comes to names, you have a comedy special that's coming out on June 21st, and the title of it is People Pleaser. Yeah. Um, that's That's one of the, you know, when it comes to naming a special, a very important yeah. aspect of it is, telling people what they're going to get as quickly as possible. So yeah. there's a lot of things that like are inside jokes. Like I named my last album, Bam Bam, which is an inside thing with my mom. That was my mom's nickname for me. She came to the taping. So like, it was a cute thing for her, but it doesn't tell you anything about me. So I fucked up. <laughs> I think that's nice. I don't think that's bad though. There are some that are like bad. Yeah. Um, that are like that that are okay here's an example because i don't want to throw anybody under the bus but i wanted Could to you? call mine i wanted to call mine triggered much <laughs> and my i was i thought it would be so funny but i was like it would mostly attract people that like wouldn't like my jokes no. and then would push away a lot of people that i think probably would yeah. so i i i scrapped that plan but i thought it's so funny to just call like not that it's like not that all my jokes are like fluffy and about nothing and have no like depth to them, but it's certainly like a very friendly hour. And I just feel like calling it like, like, Oh, is it too much for you losers? <laughs> is is so funny to me. But there is something funny about that. Like doing something that's so like a juxtaposition of what is they're actually going to see. So you go triggered much. And you're like, no, I wasn't triggered at all. You're, right, you're a very right, right, right. comic. And it's like, I think, you know, once you have, I not, not me, but like once one ostensibly has enough recognition and a big enough fan base, I feel like you can do stuff that's like a little more tongue in cheek, right? Yeah. Like if Jim Gaffigan called the special triggered much, people would right. be like, oh, he's being silly because he's going to open up with like five minutes about how like there are too many flavors of pa- – like there's too many savory pastries now. Or yeah. And it's gonna or he's going to take dipping Dots down a level or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's so good. But like yeah. you get that he's being a little arch when he's like, yeah. uh, excuse me, but I'm just shooting from the hip like in the title. And, <laughs> I'm and just I telling just feel, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like my hope with this is that it reaches people that don't know my style yet. And mm. so that – like I want it to be a good advertisement for what I'm like and not like, you know, necessarily a joke for the people that already know. Right. Well, and, and like I said, it's it's a perfect name from the clips Thank that you. I've seen and just knowing your stand up for I think I've known 
of you for about 14 or 15, maybe wow. longer. Because did you used to do stuff for cringe humor? Like, I don't think so. Not that maybe it wasn't cringe humor, but I, I, I was just very I, just I think like early clip. Did you used to wear a duster? No. Okay. Okay. That wasn't you. Okay. So there was a different Josh that I am thinking Interesting. of. Interesting. But I still have known at least at least for ten years. Yeah. I know I've been aware of your 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 comedy and writing and and all this stuff. I must have. I want to now. I got to figure out who that guy was. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. You got to tell me when you figure it out. Yeah. Um. But uh, you you started in Boston. Yes. Um. You've written for a bunch of different projects and tv shows yeah. and stuff like that you've had a yep. pretty amazing career and you're a sneaker guy like me i am i saw i see him in the background with yeah your, uh, on your screen it's great yeah there's 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 a whole room of them though sure <laughs> yeah it's oh, that rules yeah it's gotten out of control but i am proud of myself there was a, a release today and a, i won a raffle yeah but the closest like the store that i won at was like an hour and 20 minutes away yeah i was like well that's that's just buying resale now. Like that's what was it for? It was the Jordan four infrared. Oh yeah. I like those. I like those too, but I was like, I'm not driving an hour and a half to get them though. Right. And then with the gas money, you might as well just have them delivered off of stock X or something. Exactly. And I think exactly. for people who aren't sneaker people, cause you and I were on the same wavelength about this, yeah. but when you say like won a raffle, you win the chance to buy the shoe. Exactly. At sticker price. Yeah. And I'm laughing. Cause like, I'm that guy too. Like I got the, um, the union, collab with the jordan twos yeah I, I won on sneakers and i got the sneakers app and i got them and i and i really like them but i was like oh, i won and then i was like i won the privilege of paying like 225 bucks yes. for a pair of shoes exactly also i noticed what you were wearing and i had a guess I, I screenshot the ones that i think the shoes that you're wearing in the special in the special let me see if i got it right where is this Oh, maybe it's just on StockX. My recently viewed. Uh, oh, was yeah, it yeah. the Nike Dunk Low Golf, the Club 58? Yeah. Yeah. yeah nailed yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. I killed it. That is, I got those for the taping and I was very excited about it. I, I like thought a lot about this. This might be like boring, but I thought a lot about how to dress for this. Yeah. Um, and, as and you I'm should. Not, yeah. Well, I'm. This is like advice I got from a couple people. But I remember the first time I ever did anything on TV, um, I, I asked a bunch of friends. I did Conan in 2016, and I asked a bunch of friends who had done a bunch of TV before, like, what is something I'm not thinking about? And I got so much great advice from so many different people. But Gary Gullman said, and this is like not specific to Conan, and it stuck with me every every time I like get to do something on camera, is uh he's like it's a visual medium and i think sometimes people don't think about like you think like oh i'm gonna wear like what i wear to any show and he's like if you have the money available spend a little money to kind of look your best and feel your most confident right and, and he's like it pays off and it reads on screen when you like when you're when you style yourself well or you have someone style you well and and then i was talking to i just talked about this with her on her podcast uh, with lisa traeger mm -hmm. um about just like the the importance of even if you're not spending a ton of money considering how you're presenting yourself right right because it's it's different than when there are people in the room seeing you it's like you're, you're a tv show to them so you have to like consider your wardrobe in that regard yeah that's something that i was always 
like for for like a brand thing so for the early part of my career mm-hmm. i'd wear a suit but it was like a kind of a dis- disheveled look in the suit like i might yeah, yeah. be untucked tie would be kind of down where it was sneakers but it was consistent and it and then i would like people would google fat comedian in a suit <laughs> and they'd find me <laughs> that's incredible so i like it worked for that and then i started doing the road less and now, yeah. you know, I kind of have a look now, like in the summer, I'm wearing a lot more like floral button down, like mm-hmm. short sleeve stuff. But in the winter, it's more like just like a jacket that I like with a graphic tee. That's not going to like be overly distracting, but something that looks nice, like not just yeah. like a like a ratty tee. Like it's, you know, it's got some meaning to it. Yeah. I And I think that really like it's it's one way to communicate to the people in the room or the people watching at home like hey this is kind of how i choose to present myself this is mm-hmm. this tells you a little bit about me and so i really like thought about what i wanted to dress and i ended up going with um i got those dunks off of stock x and now that i think they've like dunks are just you can't get oh, them anymore i've never won a dunk i've never I, I, I can't get dunks uh no like and i've I really I don't buy a lot of stuff off of StockX. Like every once mm-hmm. in a while, I'll go after it, but yep. like for the most part, I like to try and pay retail. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense. And I I try to do the same. And I yeah. got I um oh, like I wouldn't have gotten those Jordan twos on resale, but I was like, this is for the um this is for the special. It's wardrobe. I'll write it off on my taxes. Yeah, for sure. And uh and so I got those. I had a pair of like brown corduroys, and I got a nice chambray like a dark blue shirt and like a navy blue cardigan Mm -hmm. and i was like this look this is like how i look this is how i dress but it's kind of a slightly upscale version of it and yeah you know i think if i were just doing a show in that same room on like a friday night or a thursday night i would wear like a button down with a t-shirt under it or a um or like a cardigan I already have with a t-shirt under it, but I got you know tried to like do it up just a little nicer yeah you wanted a little bit of a uniform and that's uh so I did that. So when I filmed, uh, so I did a, uh, an album last year and I, I cut up the video that I had mm-hmm. to make like, kind of like a YouTube special. And I bought like four different, like blue, like baby blue sweatshirts that I was like, I'm going to film in all these. Yeah. And then when I put them on, I just look like a balloon. And so, <laughs> so I like went with a different uh, look altogether. But I, so now I have like four, basically the same sweater mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
it's like a sweatshirt. It's just like a regular like uh, yeah. crew neck uh, that I'll I never wear. <laughs> right, because you it's like that was for the thing. Yeah, that's for the thing, and then I'm not. You know, then, they yeah, they don't look right. Like it just. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really funny. Um, yeah, I think that's interesting, and and it's like you know, um, it's just so much more to consider when there's like a visual. I mean, like stand up, there's always a visual presentation, mm-hmm. but I think when you're in a room, you get the grace of like. Oh yeah, that's just a guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he put on pants to come out, like I did. And you know, there's different people to look to because there's some people that go like way. Yes. Like so, do you remember the Chris Rock special where he was wearing three different suits? Yeah. So he had like I think his like urban leather jacket thing, and then he was wearing a tuxedo on one, and then I think yep. just like a regular suit in the other. Yep. And it was three different locations, which was a, a pretty interesting way to shoot a special. Yeah. Uh, and so like you, you have that and then you have you know, obviously Eddie Murphy is probably the first person yeah. to think of uh, where he and even Carlin, even though it was, you know, he got to the point where he was just wearing all black. It was still yep. planned out in that. Right. It wasn't he wasn't dressing haphazardly, even though right. he wasn't dressing like elaborately. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's like it's always something that's interesting to think about. Right. Whether you go like, oh, like John Mulaney wears like a nice tailored suit on stage or on there's somebody else i mean even like the that the legendary bernie mac yeah uh, deaf comedy jam right yeah. there, where he's wearing i ain't the, scared of y'all yeah where he's wearing like the pants with the airbrushed face on them and like yep. uh, like really colorful shirt and it's like i i think like those it doesn't always have to be that distinctive mm-hmm. but it is like yeah people will remember well, I think of someone too, like uh, like Patrice O'Neill, who's a yep. bigger guy. So that's a guy that I look to. I go like, yeah. he never looked bad on stage. No, he was always dressed like not, like they were nice jeans. Yep. You have a nice hat or something. He's a yep. guy that can pull off a different kind of hat. Like if yep. I go up there wearing that hat, it I look. Oh yeah, I feel like a yeah. real tool. Yeah, that's not good. But for Patrice, yep. it gave him some cachet. Yes, totally agree. But there is a version of that for me. I don't think it's a hat. I don't think I need to wear a hat. On right, stage. right, right. But there is like the certain clothing uh, that I can wear that gives me that little. And like, it's one of the things where my shoes only stand out to people that know shoes. Yes, that's true. And right. so that's like my little thing to be like, yeah, they'll see this. They know that I, I put some effort in because mm-hmm. uh, even if they don't know shoes, they know they're clean. Like everything I wear yes. is, is going to be like a nice, clean pair of shoes. Yep. So it's it's yeah. nice. So how this is your first special, which is crazy because you've been doing yeah. stand up for a long time. Long time. Um, is this a lot of like just like a long time coming or is it newer material? Is it like a, so it's a all the best stuff? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. So this came up right as I was starting to do live performing again coming out of like right after I was basically vaccinated last year because mm-hmm. I wasn't on the road or anything. I wasn't even like doing shows in the city before I was vaccinated. So I was off except for zoom shows and like a rare outdoor show for like a little over a year. And so I was writing material over zoom and I had a, a probably 15 minutes that I'd written since I'd recorded my last album. And so I had probably, it turned out that it was like 35 minutes that I'd never recorded for anything you know tv or an album Mm -hmm. or anything before and but i was like i think because it's my first special and i'm i'm coming at it from this point where it's like i have 35 minutes that's new that hangs together and then i but i don't have like the new hour i I thought this was like a really exciting opportunity to record stuff that i love and just never got to do for like television or never really had like high quality video of and it's so it's some things that i think people 
who have known my stand-up for a while, hopefully it's a couple bits that they'll be like, oh, I love this one. Yeah. And then for people that don't know me, there is like a little bit of a like, catch up on this stuff element yeah. to it. And now, since I recorded exactly a year ago this week, and it's kind of a long process to to get it out into the world, I now am like halfway to the next hour which, getting Yeah, which is great. Because hopefully this will yeah. pop for you and it, I hope you know, so. help, help uh you know, sell some tickets because that's one of the things that some guys make it look so goddamn easy to sell tickets. Isn't it great? Like, and but you know, there's other guys that you you've seen them do the work, but there's others like where they just they and again we won't throw anybody under under the bus, but they just seem to be able to just get people to show up, and, yeah. and it's not even a, a slight against their comedy. I'm just like I know so many people that are so funny, but right. we don't know how, we're not marketable in that yes. way. I, it's it's really interesting and it's like it's a part of the the job that I don't like love mm-hmm. thinking about you know because it's like not the fun part even and I'm not even saying it in the way because I think there's some people that are like oh everybody's got to be on social media now and it's yeah. like I don't feel that way because I, I there are lots of things about the internet and like having an internet presence and and you know, having friends that are, that I know through the internet that I'm like, yeah, I have like a lot of fun just goofing around on Twitter and like Instagram posting pictures Mm -hmm. of my dog. But I think the idea of like, okay, now that you know that that is a path to speaking to people directly, Mm -hmm. the obligation to be like, okay, you have to post content at these intervals. And if you don't like the algorithm kind of leaves you behind. And I do think that that's really, it's really tough to have to take a thing that's like, oh, this is a way to like amplify my voice and talk to people. And now it's like, oh, there are like ways to optimize this. And it's like, I fucking want to optimize. It's it's so hard because it is, it's almost like counterintuitive to who I am is like, yeah. like, Oh, you telling me to optimize. Well, fuck you. I'm just going to post when I want. Yeah. 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 Then uh, be punished for just trying to have fun. I just for and have fun or like share things when I have things that are, that yeah. I'm like, Ooh, I'm excited to share this. Not right. like, Oh, I'll be rewarded for sharing um, less, uh, less refined work more frequently than I will be for like, making sure that what I'm putting out is like, Oh, I'm so excited for people to see this. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is whatever you're excited about is always the thing that just goes so, it goes so poorly. And then the thing yeah. that you love is the thing that like, well, the thing that you're just like, man, I'm just going to throw this up there. And, and then, then it just hits. This, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? I yeah. can't figure out how people work, what they like about me. Like everything's funny, but like you got to get people like, and a lot of, a lot of times the stuff that, that pops is usually just because, uh it starts a conversation in the comments and so you get people commenting yes. and that that that's the engagement that they're looking for right. and i'm not like a per like i'm not a commenter really uh Same. i'm like i just i consume stuff i'm very very much just like a a lurker when it comes to social media and yeah. it doesn't I like to when my friends do stuff that i like i'll, yeah. I'll be like Oh, this is great. You yeah. know what I mean? I'll be yeah. like, hey, congratulations. Or like, I'll share something and be like, oh, this is so fun. People should check this out. But I'm not, uh, I don't like get into it in the comments. Oh, I right. just like don't, you know, I save that for the for the group chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to confidence, though, I mean, that's that's a key. And I th- feel like you're kind of the same school where it's like promoting yourself and trying to like talk mm-hmm. yourself up is is uh, a struggle uh, I was at my the pool today in my building and 
there's a level of confidence that some people, I don't know if it's confidence or just complete and utter disrespect for oneself, but it's, <laughs> there was this lady and she's got bad wig confidence. And like, I'm talking, it looked like she was wearing a dog, the bounty hunter <laughs> costume wig, like not even like a good, like the one that yep. you get from Halloween store. Yep. And then she had it like pushed, like almost down to her eyebrows. <laughs> And then like this eyebrow, the, the, these eyebrows drawn on that. And I'm just like, and she's walking around the pool like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking good right now. I'm crushing it. I, I think I'm trying to get better about like, I don't feel usually guilty promoting something that I've worked hard on or like, yeah. oh, I'm coming to this city. I don't feel bad being like, hey, come see me if you're in the city or whatever. But I do. I definitely am not a person that's just like everything I do. It's terrific. You right. know what I mean? And I think I think I, I wish I had a little more of that. Yeah. Well, and it's not even that like like I'm always excited about the stuff. But when I get excited about things, I have a hard time conveying it in a way mm. that gets other people excited. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing that I'm missing. Uh, but, you know, going to a point where like so I'm I, like as crazy as that lady looked i'm like that's a confident level like she's got a right. level of confidence that like i should tap into a little bit and i've been right. trying if to work I on that i think i look good in this yeah. wig i don't care it doesn't matter to me what other yeah. people think or i i just it, it makes me feel good so i yeah. feel good about it and i'm not yeah I'm, I'm not worried about it yeah i think that's that that is like there is something so aspirational about that right oh, it, to just be like yeah, I'm killing it. Why why wouldn't I think that? Right. And and we both have enough self-awareness that we're not going to look that crazy either. Like we're gonna... <laughs> But then there is the, right. the, that that aspect where there's some people they just embrace something that's so weird that that becomes their thing and then people will pay attention to them for that reason and then it right. becomes and then they go, "Oh, like Theo Vaughn's a guy that he he started rocking a mullet 10 years ago." Yep. And people are like, why do you got a mullet? But then they hear him talk and they're like, oh, this guy's got some crazy like stories and just like he thinks yeah. about things different. So it matches up with him. Yep. Whereas, you know, there's some people that will. Mobile phone companies say they offer home Internet. But if their Internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone Internet, not home Internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're, they're all show and no go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of... Um... Yes, I, I understand that that yeah. vibe. And it's like I, I also think like there are people who are really good and really gifted at or like put a lot of effort into making sure that like the things they do they share. Like I think like Sam Morrell is someone who yeah. I've known for years and is just like a tremendous joke writer and his he is so rigorous about like sharing his jokes on 
Instagram and Twitter and or I, I imagine TikTok. I think yeah, definitely TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And like and getting that stuff out into the world and like that's that's part of the work. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think like there are points at which like I'm like oh, but I don't wanna. And it's like certainly some of it is like laziness, mm-hmm. you know, of me being like I don't wanna or like or like a lack of confidence and being like. But but if I do, and what if people don't like it? Then it wasn't worth it. Right. And it's like I do think there's a level at which I could be like more diligent. Yeah. Um. That's... And even even if it wouldn't have the same results, I think there would be some results. Right. And it's it's something that I've worked on in the past year, like using reels, and 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 that's been a very yeah. nice thing to because for so long, if you'd post stand up clips on Instagram, they would go nowhere even yeah. if you were popular because they just weren't promoting mm-hmm. in that format. Yes. And now, right, now right, right. So-, so much of what people see it, not even just what they like, but so much yeah. of what people see is algorithmically driven. So it's yeah. like, they're just not used to seeing this and, and it's selected against because Instagram didn't want people watching this. And now they're like, Oh, we see how much people like TikTok, so we yeah. want to create reward, you right. know, incentivize our content like it's TikTok as well. But make sure you put captions on it. Or I know <laughs> I I like that though because I rarely like I when I'm scrolling, I usually yeah. have like a podcast or a music on, mm-hmm. and so I'm just as happy to like read the joke, like kind of in right, the yeah. Performance. It, it's more. It's like I don't mind reading it, but like I'm like, but I should be listened to. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh yeah, I totally like. Right, like, like it's yeah. like I understand that there's a disability access issue, yeah. and that's what makes captions extra good. But yeah. like I'm performing, damn it! So if you yeah. can listen, you should there's, listen. There's cadence here. There's delivery here, and yeah. you're just cutting. There that are all nuances out. and subtleties. Yeah. yeah. My timing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, How I agree. You? I'm, God, I'm but, so pretentious. Yeah, we are pretentious. So, <laughs> is there anyone? more pretentious about co- like when people share comedy with me i'm like do you want to know what i think or do you want to just just a generic ha yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, My- I'll get into it i will tear this apart and it doesn't even mean i don't think it's funny it just means i've been doing this a long time mm-hmm. and and like i have some clips that people will be like ah, i saw that coming i'm like yeah i know i didn't want this clip to be the viral one right right i got right, other right. ones i just threw it up there Right. This is just one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's and, and and that's hard, too. Right. Like, I think that the contextlessness of the Internet makes things difficult sometimes. And it's like, you know, you post something and it's you know, even when you used to when it used to be like a late night set right on the Tonight Show would be mm-hmm. like the thing that introduces you to the world. Yeah. And, and it would be four and a half, five minutes of jokes. That's like, hey, here's what I'm about. And then people would see it all at once and be like. I get what they're about and now it's like a joke where you're just like um i bought this pair of pants that was like too big and now people are like if, if that goes viral all of a sudden all anyone knows you from is the you're the guy that had the pants that were yeah too the big too big pants guy yeah yeah i mean that's and that's one of the things that is so frustrating mm-hmm. because it can be like some like especially with tiktok where they're like oh this is your lane and if you go outside this lane we're shutting you down. Yep. Like you yep, got to yep, yep. just keep giving them the same stuff basically. Yep. And it's so it's, it's very tough. Um, when it comes to just your day-to-day life right now with things getting a little bit more normal, um, what, what, and there's still so much chaos. We, we're not getting into anything deep, but like, what's something that you see in the new world 
that we are living in that just kind of go, I don't know if I like that happening. Oh, interesting. That's a good question. Um, I it just like world comedy wise or like life wise. Just life wise, yeah. Just, just life-wise? yeah, yeah. We've we've done a lot of comedy talk. We're trying to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. That, like the the rest, like the listeners can actually relate to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I'm like still a pretty masked up person. Yeah. And and I think that there are some people that have like a level of comfort that's different than mine yeah and i understand that and mm-hmm. you know like if like we're in a store and people aren't crammed in and it doesn't feel like especially perilous you know yeah. what i mean um i i'm like not gonna be like oh i hate this person mm-hmm. for for making a different public health choice than i'm making but i do think the the aggressiveness that some people have about like like this choice like i'm making my choice and your choice has to be my choice right even though your choice doesn't like your my choice to wear a, ma- a mask does not adversely affect anyone that's frankly. that's kind of what i was thinking about where it's yeah like i think the whether it's the people that want to wear masks or they want everyone yep. or they don't want to wear a mask or they want everyone to wear a mask yeah just being so vocal about it and we've gotten past that but there's still some people that are they're like They'll be like, oh, you're wearing a mask or yeah. oh, I, I can't believe you're not wearing a mask. That Like the people that are still picking those fights, it's like, no, we're past yeah. that part. We're- and I'm I mean, I'm personally like closer to the second thing than to the first thing. Yeah, but it's like I, I it just feels I don't know. It just like I, I think the the one way I guess this is the reason why it feels like slightly different to me is that one way. Right. I think if you're like hey i i would prefer if you were wearing a mask right now right like that that seems like the nice way to do it, right like it just feels yeah. like it's a closed area whatever that's the night nice, there's a nice way to say it and then yeah. there's like a shitty way to say it uh there's there's the like oh like you were saying way yeah. and i think like that is you know there's like hey could you do a little extra to for my benefit that's mm-hmm. that's something and it's like it's asking something of someone for sure but it's it's like for your benefit but right. I've, I've you know had people kind of react to me in certain ways or like heard a ton of stories from friends that are just like oh why are you doing that and it's like hey man this is my business right now like don't you know like that that's my decision is not for your benefit or detriment i mean like it is for your benefit right if you don't if that's not something you want it's certainly not to your detriment yeah And, and i think like that kind of aggressiveness of like like I'm exercising this choice that we've yeah. been given, right? Well, and, I think the key word there is aggressiveness. Yeah, Whether it's that's yes, the, yeah, aggressiveness. the aggressiveness is is what because it and and that probably is the thing that I like the least about this new because people seem to be more aggressive right now. Yes, like whether whatever they're believing, whatever they because they were cooped up or whatever they yep. felt like they weren't being heard or because uh-huh. they're financially strapped because. Yep things are shitty they go oh well i gotta be angry and it's like yep kind of internet anger is because getting way more into real life right people are people are talking in real life like yeah. it's the internet that, that's yeah. such a great point like people are like yelling at each other in a way where it's like you could just not like right and, which you can also just not online but if you when you when you're like a little mouthy online, nobody is going to swing on you. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. when you talk in person, it's like, I think 
people either want that rush of confrontation or mm. like don't consider that like that that when you talk to a person that way and they're in person the the like feelings that you're making them feel they have like an outlet for them whether that's healthy or not that is immediate in the way that like when you're talking like that to somebody when you're talking you know being a little aggressive to somebody online they their their outlet for it is just like screaming into their pillow or whatever right um yeah that aggressiveness i'm not a fan of that now something else that uh just from like a personal point of view that i got pretty comfortable with during the pandemic and now i'm like it's a treat for myself, but I, I got to stop doing it so much is ordering food delivered to my house where oh, you yeah. just go, Oh, I'm going to get some, something. And it's going to, it usually would cost $20 and it's going to cost 40 after yep. everything. Yep. And, uh, it's really just uh, straight laziness. And it's tough. well, it's tough too, because like, I'm still, we're mostly, my wife and I are mostly, if we're going out, we're like eating outside. Yeah. And so sometimes there's no, that's not an option weather-wise or whatever. Yeah. And I we're in kind of this middle ground now, it feels like, where, where I'm, like, back in an office most days. Like, mm. you know, I've stopped – because when, when I was working from home, I cooked more than I have yeah. in years. And, and I was like, you know, we, even if we were ordering the groceries, I would cook at home yeah. almost every night, probably four to five nights a week, some nights every night, some weeks every night. And now – because I'm back in the office, I feel like I, I'm getting home later. And I just like, it's not like I miss that part of the pandemic, but I'm like, oh, this back at full tilt. And I, yeah. I'm similarly like allowing myself, like I, if I'm back out in the world being exhausted and around people all day, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to allow myself the, the luxury of like ordering in a little more than i should yeah and it's it is a luxury but it's also like yeah it's just one of those things i'm like man why don't i have as much money as i oh because i oh right keep ordering food that doesn't need and then just like piling up in the fridge because i'm not even finishing it all like it's just Mm -hmm. it's but uh yeah I've, i've been cooking a lot more too and especially summer like grilling and stuff like that yeah uh being in new york though you're like you're going through a different situation because the one nice thing about being in Cleveland when all this is happening is there's space here. Yeah. So like we we're, we're pretty spread out. Like even going to the grocery store, I can go to the grocery store and pick a time of day where it's just going to be basically me. Yeah. Like it's, it's never like, and, and that's just not an option in New York. No, I felt very like everything's on top of everyone yeah. forever. And I was really like jealous. Like even, you know, e- even early pandemic, when they were like, we don't know if you're supposed to wear a mask outside still, yeah. right? Like that first several months. And my parents live in the suburbs of Boston. And they were like, oh, yeah, every day we go out for a walk and we don't wear masks because we don't see anyone. And I was like, oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got a dog just before the pandemic started. Yeah. And I just take her on so many walks. And it was so yeah. like it was yeah, and like if you did see anybody like we would just cross the street or just yeah, give them a really course. wide berth. And we just have never, we just didn't have that option. Yeah. And, and like it, it stressed me out and that's not, you know, I don't feel like complaining about it. I'm like, this is a choice that I made, but I am like, Oh, this was a, a part of that, that I'm like, I understand this trade off in this situation. And mm-hmm. it was like a tough part. Well, and that's also, I think why some people are so like animate about certain, because in a place like New York where yeah. you're in a, like, masks make a lot of sense 
Yes. Even like on a day to day basis. Riding the subway. Yeah. I mean, I think like hopefully I'll get to a point where I will feel like, oh, it's safe enough to not wear one on the subway. But right now, like it's it's getting less consistent. I think I think it's still technically required on the subway. Yeah. But um, but it's less consistent than it was. And I'm like, come on, we're we're like. I like my elbow is touching your spleen right now. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, so it's I, quarters. I, I missed that. I, Cause I, I used to have a car in the city when I lived uptown in Manhattan and mm. I, I like missed that. I didn't miss like driving every day, but I missed like, Oh, I need to go somewhere. I can just be in this like bubble. Yeah. That nobody else is in. And, and I can like, listen to music and breathe and roll the windows down and like yeah and have some space like it's because you can kind of get into that bubble in your head yep when you're on the subway and stuff like that where you're just listening and you're kind of zoned out but there is always like a spatial awareness of yes people are coming on and off and like you 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 can't just kind of melt into it the way you would in your own car yeah absolutely yep i think i think that's right and i i was like Oh, like I think summer 2020, I was like, do I just buy a car? And they suspended on street parking. Like there were no, just because of like, there were fewer people in the city and they were doing less street sweeping. And um, I was like, do I get a car? And I was, but I was like, I know as soon as they reinstate the like every other day parking or like twice a week parking or whatever, I was going to, I would be like. I'm going to get six tickets a week and I'm going right. to get all the tickets. And then now with gas prices being I know. five, six bucks, it's like, yeah, you made the yeah. right choice. Especially in the city. Like, again, like you were saying, I'm, I'm similarly not on the road as much as I used to be. And mm-hmm. so even though there are probably, you know, 10 to 20 days a year where I'm like, oh, I'd be so great to have a car right now. There's, there's whatever, 325 days a year where I'm like, Oh, this is nice to just take the subway or to like take a to rent a car for one day. Right. Yeah. I have to worry about it. Like, I, yeah, I there's there's options out there that are more, you yeah. know, it, it, it might be expensive to rent a car, but it's not as bad as everything that you have to deal with. Yeah. Especially in the city, because it's just. And, yeah. And it's like I rented a car for a gig recently and I was like, ah, this kind of takes a bite out of the money I'm making. But I was like, well, I, it was a zip car. So gas is included. And I wouldn't yeah. have to pay for that. And. Uh, the the price that I paid for this this would have been like my month's car insurance. Even right. If I didn't drive, I would have paid that for the month. Yeah, so like, yeah. it, I feel like okay, this is this is not unreasonable do you, to do. Do you have any tour dates coming up? I do. I am doing uh, July eighth and 9th in Bloomington, Indiana, at the Comedy Attic, which is wonderful, such a fun club. Yeah. And I'm doing. I think I think I can probably say this. Um, I'm doing the live wait wait don't tell me uh show in philadelphia in uh on june 30th which i'm really excited for and then i'm doing another that's at like a big outdoor theater and then i'm doing one in chicago in july and then a bunch of stuff around new york city i'm trying to think if that's everything i've got out that's of awesome though the wait wait don't tell me that'll be very very it's fun. really fun yeah. i really like doing those they've been so kind to me the last few years and we did excuse me, we did a bunch of zoom shows. Like I was, I was able to do that a little more often even than I, than I can do the live shows just because um, of my schedule at Jesus and Marrow. I can't like sneak away to Chicago on just any Thursday. Right. They've been so good to me. And like, um, the, it's so much fun. And, and, and the, there are increasingly comics of, they're like bringing in more and more comics in the roster that are like, 
my, I feel like my friend, people that I was friends with already. And like, I, I love meeting the, the people that have been on the show forever. Like it was such a thrill to be like, Oh, I get to work with Paula Poundstone. This rules. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, Oh, I've worked with like Karen Chi and, um, Emmy Blotnick. And like, it's just, you know, it's fun to be like, Oh, we're already friends. And this is like the rare time where you get to do a, a road gig that yeah. you're like, Oh, this is just like buddies. Yeah. So nice. And it's also such a fun format to be funny in where it's like how much of that is written and how much of it is off the cuff. Yeah. So it is the, the bluff, the listener section, which if if you're familiar, you write like a 200 word fake news story or, or funny version of a real news story. And then a a listener contestant has to guess which one is the real one and which two are the, the lies and, and that you Mm pre-write so that it sounds smooth and newsy. And then, and then there's a little joke at the end that's like a prediction for the future, and that you you write right before the show starts. Yeah. But everything else is for the contestant or for the yeah. panelists. Everything else is riffed. Like, yeah, Peter comes in, Peter Sagal, the host, and and who I, or if there's a guest host, they come in very prepared with mm-hmm. like jokes and questions for the guest and the questions for the panelists and the contestants. But like, it is very riffy, which I love. I'm oh, like I love so, it too. Yeah. I have so much fun with it. I love the pre-written parts, yeah. but like, it's such a joy to me to do a show where like, I just feel like I'm walking into this. It feels like getting to drive a race car just around a parking lot, you know, where it's like, Oh, somebody built this beautiful machine. And I get this, th- this ideal circumstances in which i just get to like goof off and it's so fun and with the i mean being a comedian that's part of the the like the best part is mixing those two worlds of yeah pre-written stuff that you're like okay i hope this is it but then like when you have something that happens in the moment and you're like it's only funny in that con it's the best feeling and that's so fun yeah it's it's so fun that's why i love been i've been you know been doing uh, radio for about 10 years now yeah and having those moments i mean there's a lot of misses but there's a lot of hits too and you're just so happy when something just clicks and just in the moment and you're just like yeah got it and it, it's the pleasure of like crowd work and improv and like mm-hmm. i imagine like jazz right or like yeah. jam bands and stuff and like i think it's whatever kind of whatever you're keyed into um but like that spontaneous creation is like so fun. And in comedy where it like really feels like you can get to a level, I think mm-hmm. where you're good at it and it, you know, like you said, hits and misses, but like where your batting average gets strong. Yeah. Um, but it's still, I think to an audience feels a little bit electric of like, Oh, this couldn't, this doesn't have to be good. <laughs> this right. Could be yeah. Bad. It's just, it's the moment is, is what mm-hmm. makes it, yeah extra funny i love even that. if it's funny like it just the moment and the spontaneity of, mm-hmm. of it makes it funny and that's why there's so many clips of like heckler videos and stuff like that yeah. that or just crowd work yeah. stuff that's that's great content for a lot of right, mediums. People are like, this will never happen again this was like yeah fast and exciting and, and like in the moment in a way that like I, uh, that is not replicable right uh, so Josh Gondelman, thanks for checking out, uh, uh, being on the Bill Squire show. Oh, thanks uh, for having me. And, uh, you got a new special coming out June 21st. It's going to be on Apple, Amazon, basically anywhere YouTube, you can rent Vimeo. or buy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and on YouTube and it's called, uh, Josh Gondelman people pleaser. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet 
not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks so much, Bell. Great to see you, man. Great to see you, and I can't wait to watch it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's live now. So, hey, welcome to, I'm calling this YouTube Throwbacks, where I get with another comic, and we watch some of our old YouTube videos and just kind of cringe at what we were doing when we first started. And my first uh... guest is uh, Brent Terhune. How you doing, Brent? I'm okay. I'm ready to uh, cringe at my own stuff. Yeah. You well, I mean, this idea, and you're like, "Do you have any uh, older videos?" And I was like, "Oh, don't make me relive that stuff." Oh, it's it's tough. It's real tough. Uh, the video that I'm going to play uh, for me is probably 14 or 15 years old, mm-hmm. and it's from Crackers in Indianapolis, like. One of the first times I worked there, the downtown location. Yeah, that was my uh, my home club for a long time, and I recorded my first album there. Oh, nice! So I have fond memories of that club for sure. I I had a great time there. There was there was a lot of fun things going on there. Um, I'm going to I'm going one year off because I have uh, no I don't hear myself coming because mm-hmm. my equipment is crappy. But you know, we'll uh, we'll make do. But before we get into all that stuff, if you don't know Brent. He uh, maybe you've been terhuned in the past. He does these great parody videos where he's the guy in the truck, just going crazy about whatever's happening in the world, and he does these hilarious rants that uh, trick people all the time into thinking that he's some right wing numbskull, but he's really just uh, doing a parody, and it's it, they're great. How how are those been going lately? Uh, I haven't. I done one uh, maybe a week or so ago, but uh, I haven't been doing them as much. But uh, I get people always ask what the what the name of the character is, and I was like, forever I didn't have one, but I guess I started calling him Alpha Male. Oh, he's nice! Like the, he just is like the toughest dude in the room, which just happens to be his truck, and he's alone, and uh, <laughs> just rants about everything. Like it, anytime you see a truck covered in flags, that's that's the kind of guy I'm going for, you know. Yeah, well, you're nailing it, and you you know people have probably seen your videos. They've been featured all over the internet. You know, gone viral hundreds of times. It, just hilarious stuff. But you're also a great stand-up comedian, and you're going to be at Hilarities this week at uh, mm-hmm. what Thursday through Sunday, right? Yeah, June 16th through the 19th in uh, Cleveland. So it'll be good. To, that's one of the, you. You're lucky, dude, because you have such a great home club in your town like people ask one of my favorite clubs it's hilarities yeah it's 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 the best i do know that i'm lucky because it is such a great club and you know i'll be i'll be doing uh thursday and friday with you excellent because that's that's breaking news i I didn't know who was on the show so it's it's good that you'll be on the show yeah yeah 
very funny. And the thing that uh, you did a long time ago, was it called the Perfect Ten, Bill? Yeah. Where you're doing like ten, new 10 minutes every month. Yeah, and then releasing it as like a, like a YouTube video that was like multi-camera. It was a lot. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. Well, just to write five new minutes uh, in a month is difficult, let alone double that and then be filming all the time. Like, yeah. I, I watched a bunch of them, and I, it's it's to even put yourself out there you know, is, is a huge, it would put yourself out there with stuff that, you know, is worked for the past three years, let alone something. It's like, here's new this month, you know? Yeah. And there's varying degrees of success. And a lot of that stuff I've taken and kind of worked on more. And now it's, it's becoming something else, which is, you know, I like that evolution of Mm -hmm. the material and, but it, it was such a fun project to just, bear down and write so much stand up and just really focus on it and you know I was going up anywhere I could all month long doing so so much uh so many like open mics or whatever just to get see what reaction or see, like just get the smoothness of it all that stuff to try and and film it at the end of the month and they all went pretty okay there were some that were better than others but mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun and it was yeah. incredibly hard and you were going like uh, you said, just going up anywhere and everywhere. Sometimes you get to a show and you're like, "This isn't the time for new material." Yeah. Because my my baby's not gonna die and suffer before because the the hits aren't working. But to to plow through is uh, tremendous. Yeah, and uh, there's definitely some people that were like, and like if I was doing a longer set, like if I was featuring or something, I would sneak them in whatever I was yeah. working on with some stuff that I knew would work, but. A lot of it was just guest sets or open mics and stuff like that where I'm doing a five to ten minute set and I'm just trying to get this stuff to sound like decent stand up. And uh, I mean, one of those videos from that has like 12 million views. Uh, like I cut wow. it up and put it on YouTube shorts and uh, it got uh, it's got 12 million views. So, you know, it, it did pay off. Yeah, it's a and, bit and that. It's a bit that uh, is about my daughter getting a job, and I think the punchline is very predictable, but it's still funny. But like that, mm-hmm. because it's predictable, that's what everybody comments, and then they just drive the YouTube algorithm. Like, oh, people are commenting, so I guess they want to see more. <laughs> yeah, that's a big part of the videos that I do. Is uh, you know, people commenting one way or the other. They they don't like it or they don't understand it, and then. I always try to this peek behind the curtain. I always try to have something in the background to like throw people off. So when I was doing these videos at my mom's house, I would not cut the grass on purpose. And then people would be like, man, you need to cut your grass. There'd be like 50 <laughs> comments of that. Uh, that's, that, that kind of stuff I love. Or you, you probably great. know as well as I do any creator. If you ever wanted to know anything about yourself, put a video on the internet and the internet will let you know that you're fat you're stupid. You got no, I. I get. You have no eyebrows. I have blonde eyebrows. They're mm-hmm. there, but they're like. They're there. Where's your eyebrows at? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see them. I can see them. They're there. But yeah, yeah they. If I wear a hat, it's it, you know that cuts them off. That, yeah. Yeah. The internet is unapologetic, and but the the thing is, it drives me a little crazy because like I'll post stuff that I know is funny, but it's not controversial or in a, like just trying to get that engagement to get people to comment like just mm-hmm. comment even anything like i'll take a negative comment if 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 it means it gets 
it in the algorithm more. But yeah. I'm also not the guy that likes to continue to like argue with people in the comments. So it's nice when you get something that's going and other people will just do the arguing for you. Yeah, yeah. you know, nobody's ever walked away from an internet fight being like, you know what? My mind was changed. Yeah, right, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. I feel better. My blood pressure's not high. Yeah, let's... Uh, all right, so let's dig into uh, this little program that we're going to do here. Like I said, we're, we're watching old YouTube videos of us doing stand-up, and we're just going to kind of critique them. And uh, if there's any point, just, like, hold your hand up, and I'll... I'll pause the video okay cool all right all right there we go all right now you'll notice right off the bat that it starts with like a white screen that's because i had to put my signature drawing caricature of uh myself here you go boom there it is <laughs> you see you like that yeah no i do like it actually yeah so like yeah this is like my my suit era which is you know when i was working the road a lot and i i kind of like it i might bring it back at some point so all right here we go crackers in indianapolis get too fat and that's why i dress like this i'm not trying to look nice i'm just trying to hide everything and i gotta wear a towel so this button's gonna fly up and hit this lady in the face these pants are so tight it's making my farts louder this isn't even a nice suit it's a george foreman came with my grill so uh, when I got that suit, it was right when I moved to I moved to New York City for a little bit, and my mom's like, "Well, we should get you a suit in case you get on Letterman or something, just so you have it." Yeah, that what a that's a that's a mom that's supportive of you're gonna need a suit for Letterman. <laughs> yeah, she just she just wanted to make sure I had a suit, so she got me and you know had to go to the big and tall place and got the George Foreman suit. So it didn't actually come with my George Foreman grill, but it was yeah. indeed a George Foreman suit. Before he got moved over to, uh, what's it called? Like he got bought out by Walmart, and now all the George okay. stuff is at Walmart. If you if you know anything about the fashion industry, no, because I'm just learning that George Foreman had his, a clothing line. Is oh yeah, still a, is that still a clothing line? Yeah, it's it's ju it's just called George, I believe, and I think it's still at Walmart. Okay, then yeah, then I own some of that. I always thought it was like in reference to a king, but it turns out it's a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> it's either him or one of his children i don't know who's okay. the namesake for it uh yeah but it it was a reliable suit but by the time like i wore that so many times that it had gotten worn to a point of like parts of it were like shiny because mm -hmm. i and it was it was the best part of it machine washable oh nice so because, yeah traveling with the suit is that you gotta just have all the pieces you gotta have the tie you gotta then you gotta iron the shirt like it's yep. I, I admire a suit comic for willing, being willing to just put up with all that shit, you know? Right. But I was the disheveled suit comic. So if it looked a little wrinkled or whatever, it was fine because yeah. I never tucked my shirt in. I was never trying to look nice. It was like a suit with sneakers and like whatever tie, you know, I'd get from – I bought so many ties from different like Goodwills. That, that's what I do on days off is I just go try and find ties. Yeah. So do you know how to tie a tie? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was a Mormon, so I've been tying ties for a long time. That's you know that's what they say about the Mormons is they they know how to tie a tie. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how to tie a tie? I do, but then uh, I I tend to tie one and then just leave it that way. 
Yeah. But I do know how to tie a tie, and I, I couldn't tell you if it's, what is it, Windsor or Half Windsor, whatever. I don't know. I just know the one way that I learned. Yeah, I know the one way that I learned. I don't know any of the other, uh, like, names of it. but like I And I know there's guys now that are, like, doing these crazy, intricate tie knots that I mean, they look awesome, but uh, they look incredibly hard and time-consuming. And that, that the beauty of wearing the suit on stage is that I just didn't have anything – I didn't have to worry about what I was wearing on stage. As long as I had the shirt mm-hmm. and like an iron, I could I throw it together. Like you that's, know, that's not that Steve I Jobs problem. Yeah, of. you didn't have to think about it. And then it's like your your closet was a cartoon character. So you just open it and it's all the same outfit. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of what it looks like now because I've gotten into now they're just all Hawaiian shirts though. Okay. Because that's the fatness level that I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's either like Hawaiian shirts or anime. Anime? What do you? What kind of anime do you like? Oh, I don't like anime. That's why I went with Hawaiian shirts. Uh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying you were into anime. Yeah. No, like the I, Dragon uh, Ball Z shirts. They tend to make those in my size as well. That's true. Well, let's let's be honest. You and I are I probably. I don't know the same size. I don't want you. If I'm fatter than you, I don't want you to think I'm calling you just as fat as me. But uh, yeah, my closet is full of wrestling shirts or uh, horror shirts. So if I go yeah. to my wife's families, I'm like, I gotta find like a that one T-shirt that will work around grandma's, but still <laughs> look okay, you know. Yeah, I do still rock a lot of T-shirts too. But I've been trying to do more button downs, just especially in the summer when it's you know, T-shirt with a jacket looks fine on stage, but like me in just a T-shirt on stage is kind of like it just clings to all my fat and rolls and it's distracting. Mm-hmm. So these like Tommy Bahama shirts are a little flowier and they just look, you know, they're they're definitely like attention getting, but for the right reason, not because they're see like grabbing my yeah. fat. Nobody's talking but behind their hand. Yeah. As if to cover the, you know whisper. Right. And now, you know, I would just go be the the shirt off comic, but Bert took that, so you know we all just got to find our own thing. Yeah, I'm Bert. Well, Bert can have it. I don't. I'm not trying to attempt to take my shirt off. <laughs> Me either. I, I actually. I, I don't even know if I could bring myself to do it. <laughs> Did you all see right, that keep... video last week of like an? Okay, keep going. Orangutan. Orangutan was like, uh, had this guy like pulling him through the cage. Did you see yeah. the video? And like he was holding him by the shirt, and I was just like, "Well, take your shirt off." But if that were me, I'd be like, "Guess I'm gonna die." <laughs> like, you could. I'm not taking the shirt off, so I'll just die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the choices you have to make in that situation. And you know what? Yeah, that's not that bad. We we yeah, had a good run. Life. Got yeah. to feed an orangutan before it killed me. Yeah, that's a good story. It's a. It's. I mean, if you're a comic that dies getting <laughs> yoked up by an orangutan, that's a pretty funny way to die. Like we would have a good time at the funeral. <laughs> Yeah, I would bring the bring the monkey. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's keep going with this. When I go to the grocery store. People ask me where the junk food is. Like, hey, dude, where are the Twinkies? I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Have them all. This one friend's always trying to help me lose weight. It's like, Bill, losing weight's not hard. All you gotta do is watch what you eat. Like, what do you have for breakfast? I'm like, cereal? It's like, how many bowls do you have? I'm like, how many bowls are in a box? <laughs> what kind of milk do you use? Whipped cream. <laughs> so, good. so I posted that one uh, from, because I put that on a special that I did a while ago. And 
people were like, that actually doesn't work. Like they had a lot of, that's one of those ones that got people commenting. Cause they're like, does it work? Blah, blah, blah. And like, so everybody's trying whipped cream and cereal to see what that concoction would be like. Yeah. That's just toppings to ice cream. Yeah. Whipped cream and cereal. <laughs> exactly. But it's, it's not bad. <laughs> no, no, not bad at all. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, I'm a dumb guy. I do well in high school. I don't know the name of all their scores back for the SAT. They're all talking about how well they did. They're like, hey, Bill, what'd you get on the SAT? I'm like, I got a, uh, I got a B. A B? How'd you get a B? I studied really hard. I told that joke one time in West Virginia, and they're like, hey, quit bragging. Hey, quit bragging. Dude, these are like for for being old jokes like i i wouldn't cringe at these i don't know how you feel but they're not you know they're these are good jokes they're they're good jokes but it's the the little thing like the hey quit bragging i hate that so much yeah i hate that well, so a, much that's a that's a thing that only the creator would cringe at because i don't think it's i don't think it's terrible well because i like i've i've used it in so many different ways and then like i've heard other comics it's just one of those things that's just, just like an easy yeah. It's a little easy is all it is. Like a little hack. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep going. They hate thoughts. <laughs> Hurts their mullets. <laughs> I hated school, though, because I was taught things that didn't make any sense. Like, remember math and they teach you this? A negative times a negative is a positive? Yeah. yeah. Tell it to my bank. <laughs> I never got a call from them. Hey, boo, so you got a couple of overdrafts here. Now you got a thousand dollars. Have a good weekend, buddy. We love you. We're a bank and we love you. That's when I thought a thousand dollars was like so much money. Well, so, uh, some weeks it is to me. I mean, it still is a lot of money, but it's just like yeah, yeah, a thousand dollars. Like, like I mean, at this era in my comedy career, having a comma in my bank account was quite rare. Mm-hmm. Well, I I know that you were making half that this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that that joke of uh, negative times a negative is a positive. Tell that to my bank account. That could be a very Rodney Dangerfield esque joke. Hey, tell that to my bank account. Like that could be a Rodney joke. Yeah, for sure. I would get comparisons to Rodney, especially if I wore a red tie with the suit. They, okay. you know, not so much of my style. They're just like, oh, a fat guy in a suit. That's a yeah, comedian. It, that's one so. of, you just look slightly like somebody because with yeah. red hair and. The red beard people just send me pictures, and it's like, dude, we kind of look like each other, but don't tell that guy that he think you think he looks like me because it's not a compliment. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're almost done here. We got one minute left. <laughs> so broke right now, no money. I'm not saying that because I want like your pity. I just I'm saying that because I'm tired of people from India calling me. And asking me to pay for my credit cards. <laughs> this one's problematic. Well, I'm gonna get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, you know Harry Kondabalu would not uh, enjoy this voice uh, I'm yeah. about to do coming up. Okay. <laughs> just just warning everybody. <laughs> Tired of that because everybody you know you always go hello Mr. Square can you please pay your credit no I'm not I'm not going to. And here's what you gotta do. If you get someone from India calling you and you want them to stop, this is what you do. 
They'll be like, sir, you've not made a payment on your credit card in over a year. Can you please make a payment today? I'm like, yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay every last penny. I'll pay my whole credit card. I'll pay all my credit cards off right now. If you can say caterpillar. <laughs> as cringy as I remember, but still not, you know. Did you get feedback on that one from people? Uh, so back in the day, it was just like people just laughed. The, the There was one comic when I was working at, I don't know, some like Gilder room. And he's like, like I was trying to get like a late show set together. And he's like, yeah, don't do that joke. It's really racist. I'm like, it is? I'm like, it's just a funny joke. And he's like, no, nah, it's not. And so ever since then, I was kind of aware of it. Okay. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, by the way, does my internet suck? I, I don't think so. I think that video is just okay. really loud. Okay. Well, I just, it feels like I'm laggy over here. Uh, okay. I did want to oh, if, if the video's lagging a little bit, like it's fine on the video, just so you know, it's just the uh, the connect. There's okay. a lot of things running right now. Okay. Um, I will that the video from where this club is shot. There's that pole that's right behind your right shoulder. Yeah. Um, that, as far as I ever knew, that pole served no purpose for anything. It was just a pole down the the bricks. And they could have just taken it out. As far as I know, like, maybe they didn't take it out because it served a purpose, but I never, like, I yeah. would hold on to it and stuff, and I never felt like anything was moving through that. Yeah. But it was always like a, it's just like a weird pole that serves no purpose on the stage where everybody's looking. I thought it was for the uh, sign or something. I I, I, I feel so. like it was electrical. I don't know. I I just it, know that it was odd to have a pole right there on stage for no reason. Like, I put agree. another pole on the other side to, like, balance it out. Yeah, just to make it symmetrical. Agreed. Yeah. I do have one of those bricks from that wall, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I have one of those bricks. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Because um, it became another comedy club for a little bit. Jokers, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. And, um, after that, so. All right. Well, what do you th- that that's the set. That's the 
And again, I like mean, I was a working work? comic, so there were there are jokes that would land, but there are definitely some stuff in there that's a little hacky, a little corny, and just like outdated at this point. How, how far into comedy were you uh, during that video? Probably four or five years. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, dude. It wasn't. The, I, I wouldn't cringe at that, but yeah, you know, it's not me saying it. So, right. All right. Where? So, how long ago was this video that you sent me? Uh, I know it was posted four years ago, but it could be older. I don't know. I tend to like take down some of my older stuff. Yeah. Just so there's no accident of anybody ever seeing it. Just and for the the sole the the sole reason of cringe. Yeah. You know, you look back, even videos from a year ago, as me or the character, I'm like, ugh, I can't believe I said something in that way. Or you know, right, yeah. There's it, it. It can be tough. All right, let's get into it though. This is Brent Terhune at Side Splitters, and I mean, you look Tampa, Florida, younger for sure. Yeah, from far away, I'm very it's like young. a dance club <laughs> thing, and there are black lights everywhere, and I was standing under one. Let me uh, get. It was like a dance club thing, and there are black lights everywhere, and I was standing under one, and she goes, "Hey, you got a stain on your pants." <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> I looked down. She, I, she was right. I had a stain on my pants right here. Before you go judging me, what had happened was uh, you know, when you put your pants in the washer and you dump the soap in, it landed right here, and that shows up under a black light. I didn't know that. And neither did anybody else. <laughs> so I was on stage, and everybody was like, oh man, that is a lot. <laughs> do you take pride in having big loads <laughs> yeah i do actually <laughs> there was this weird thing on facebook ad that came through and it was called t drive uh-huh. uh we talked and we did like a whole segment on the the podcast i do called the field trip but it was it was called t drive but the thing that would catch everybody's uh eye it just said bigger loads on it <laughs> And so, of course, I go to the comments, and that the, they were hilarious. Like, thanks to T-Drive, I can now shampoo a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that guys are, like, absolutely – and I think, you know, it comes from porn. You want to see, mm-hmm. like, the visuals in porn are big loads. And so guys are yeah. like, oh, yeah, I got to, like, take pride in a big old load. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like who and, and we posed the, the question, does any woman care? Yeah. Like, I don't, and no, nobody would, like one person did, and she was like, I don't care. Uh, but I, I think for the most part, women would be like, no, make them smaller. Like, smaller, yeah. That's what I would think. Smaller, easier to deal with. Like, le- yeah, less cleanup. There's, so yeah. I've been taking T Drive for a, f- a little while now, and I- I'll report back with the uh, <laughs> results. <laughs> yeah, please do. I can't wait to find out how big your loads are. Uh, <laughs> the fact that that would sell a product, though, that like a guy's like, yeah, now, now I'm a man. Yeah. Get this this big... is the thing that's been holding me back, not my <laughs> personality or anything like that. All right, let's keep going. That was a great joke, by the way. That's, a, that's very funny. Oh, I, I like the. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that, and neither did anybody else. Like, because yeah, nobody would. Know. They're obviously going to think it's semen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. 
was a capful, it was a lot. Uh, that's two loads. Oh, an applause break. Take that, Bill. If you think that's a dirty joke, it's because you're a dirty person. <laughs> it's a laundry joke. It's a clean joke. <laughs> I'm lazy, too. Have you guys ever noticed the more dirty dishes you have, the bigger the spoon you'll use? <laughs> I do the dishes, I'm going to use a normal spoon. A week later, I mean Lucky Charms with a ladle. <laughs> Out of the crock pot. <laughs> Why is everything in this house so big all of a sudden? Hey, why don't you just do dishes? Why are you so yeah, lazy? Because well, that, that's, that's I am. I have a sink full right now. <laughs> like, it, <I laughs> well, that's just a thing. That's just like the kind of comment that you'd get on a video like that. It's like, well, quit being such a lazy fat ass. Also, you shouldn't even eat cereal because it's bad for, you know, it's full of sugar anyway. It's, yeah, it's it, when people like take a joke seriously. Oh. It's like, they're like, you're asking for advice. Like it's, I, I don't know who you're trying to help here, sir. It, it, but it's anytime something pops for me, especially on YouTube, it's just there. The videos are full of comments like that. Like the one about my daughter getting a job at McDonald's. It just like so many people are like, why would you talk to your daughter that way? Or blah, blah. Like, I'm like, it, this is not a real thing that happened. This is, yeah, yeah. This so, is, there's something for humor. Yeah. There's something close to this happened. And then I turned it into a story that's funny. Like, that's what, yeah, a lot of comics do. But so many people if, yeah, just. You just went up and said exactly what happened it just would be a lecture and not comedy yeah you know? and just a lot of people going oh, okay yeah not funny yeah do, do the dishes but it's accurate <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't go for laughs i go for accuracy yeah <laughs> i that's that's gonna be my i'm gonna be the most accurate in like yeah you want the comic that tells the truth i'll tell the truth yeah and you'll be like this is so boring <laughs> Well, I did market myself as not a comic, but I'm a truth teller. Yeah, there you go. Or you couldn't handle the truth. Right. So I couldn't handle that. My daughter worked at McDonald's for a day and was really bummed out just because it was stressful and uh, the trainers were mean. It's just not as funny, but it's the truth. You wanted the truth. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep going on this. I go through the regular glasses and the plastic cups and the coffee cups. Next thing I know, I'm drinking Mountain Dew out of a wine glass. <laughs> this is a pretty good year for the dude. Pairs well with these pizza rolls. Then my roommate's like, hey, are you drinking out of a measuring cup? I've had 64 ounces of water today, so why don't you back off, judging? That's hard. Uh, Sometimes I overeat, like, all the time. Me. <laughs> I go through the drive. That's one where I feel like uh, because we're you are newer and in in front of that crowd, you kind of rush that punchline. Yep. Where it's like like sometimes I overeat. Then you give if you give it more of a beat, it's going to hit harder than the way you kind of bam bammed it. Yeah, bam. Uh, that that thing where I said uh, something. Uh, why don't you calm down, judgy? That to me is what. Well, you said with quit bragging. That is, oh. that is that for me. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's just it's, it's like, just like a lazy tag. It's either 
Like it, it keeps the rhythm going, but it's not really that funny, and it could be funnier. It's like how people nowadays will be like, uh, uh, "Why don't you learn how to drive, Karen?" That's yeah, exactly. People will hit the name at the end, and it's, yeah. it is funny. But you see that comedy technique a lot. Yeah, you see that. And then the I started comedy at the tail end of on crack. Okay. So, like, when I first started comedy, there's still quite a few comics. And let's be honest, the comics that were doing that are still doing it. Where, the, you know, yeah. the road guys that are just like, yeah, on crack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 somebody just used that phrase this past weekend. Some, it was, it was uh, I bought this movie at a horror convention, and the guy said, this is like Friday the 13th on crack. <laughs> uh, well, was it? I haven't watched it yet, but I, I can't wait for them to hit a pipe at a summer camp. These, <laughs> these children. <laughs> a horror movie where everybody's on crack actually sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely would check that out. And maybe the only sober one is the killer. Yeah. To go with the trope of if you do drugs, you die. And he's but not yeah. even actually trying to kill them. They're just so paranoid that they keep accidentally killing themselves. And he's like, I'm yeah. trying to help you. What's wrong with you people? Yeah. <laughs> you never hear, like, it's like a drug addict on crack. Yeah. You never hear, like, that added with drugs already, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, uh, this is, yeah, like, the this is a Jason or, or Friday the 13th on crack. It's, yeah. It's lazy. Yeah. It's not good. All right. Especially because crack no, isn't I, even I, the primary ju- drug anymore. I think it'd be on meth or fentanyl. Come on. Yeah, it's a uh, crack laced with fentanyl. There you go. Very dangerous. <laughs> yes, don't do that. All right, one more minute here. I have to order like enough food for two people, but it's just for me, so I still pretend like it's for two people because I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> uh, let me get two burrito supremes and, uh, oh, what did she want? Uh, two more burrito supremes? <laughs> Extra sour cream, she's a fatty. <laughs> Extra on mine, too. She likes it on mine. <laughs> the guy at the speaker knows what's going on. What do you want to drink? I'll have a bottle of water, thank you. What does she want to drink? Well, she wants Mountain Dew if we're going to play this game, sir. That's just a lot of references to Mountain Dew in that it set. It is a lot. It's- yeah, it. I was trying to do that set, uh, some of those jokes in like a late night set, and the notes I got back were like you had too many brands. Yeah, in there, like there was Mountain Dew, and I think one of those jokes had a uh, Crockpot, which I was unaware is an actual brand. I thought that's just what you called that thing, you know? Oh yeah, that's good. That's yeah. that's the brand awareness that you want, where you you're like the band aids, like you're you're not the adhesive mm-hmm. strips, you're band aids, you're. Yeah, let me get Crock a Kleenex. Pot. Yeah, Kleenex. That's the exactly. brand name. To, yeah. So, yeah. if anything, I was doing them a favor by dropping uh, the, all their products in there, but apparently that particular late night show didn't want that. So, but also like, you can't just say like and give me a Coke or a Pop or what? Like, I mean, Coke's even a brand, but like, yeah. a soda. Soda. M- Mountain Dew is. L- L- yeah. Yeah, well, slow cooker, like some, part of the comedy is the speci- specificity, yeah. however you say that word, apparently. Like you, if, if you just said the generic thing, it's not as funny as if you say 
1992 Ford Taurus. Exactly. That's, you know, that's where the jokes are. <laughs> 1992 economy car. <laughs> yeah. 1992 sedan. economy sedan. <laughs> <laughs> I should go back and rework all my stand-up to be the most general. Uh, I'll be the most, uh, I'll, I'll be the most honest where I don't embellish anything and you be the guy that just makes everything uh, like completely great value brand t- kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll be the corporate comedian, but only I'm working on behalf of corporate to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, this was a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget that Brent's going to be at Hilarities this weekend, uh, the 16th through the 19th, right? Uh, yeah, for Thursday through uh, Sunday. So that will be Father's Day. Yep. So uh, going to be a lot of good shows. I'm doing Friday and Saturday with them. Or no, I'm doing uh, Thursday and Friday, and then uh, I think Brian Kenny's doing the rest of the weekend because I have mm-hmm. some other shows going on. So, uh, yeah, Brian's super funny. I worked with him a couple times ago. Yeah, and, and then uh, Dave Flint's hosting. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. I love coming to Cleveland, one of my favorite cities, and I'm not just saying that because I'll be there this week. Right, he means it. I do. He I do. means it. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this: Did you get albums taken down off of Spotify? Because I just was like, my Spotify numbers were way down. Because I don't check them that often. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, what's going on here? And I guess all my albums got taken down, which a lot of them are independent albums. So I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think mine were taken down off Spotify, except for maybe like my stuff that had to do with my Dry Bar Comedy Special. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that's still up there. Uh, but all my other albums are on uh, Apple Music. Yeah. So I had uh, some of the, those jokes were on my first album. Uh, then my second one came out uh, 2020. And then I just recorded a special in December of uh, 2021, December 19th. So that'll be coming out sometime this year. Oh, that's but, yeah, awesome. My, uh, my and that's, a, that's a part has- from the Dry Bar special. That's... Uh- yeah yeah so that's completely different i had like post uh like getting back out on the road post covid or however you want to refer to it now yeah i like wrote the most i ever wrote in my career so it was like a a renaissance of comedy for me nice and and where'd you film that at at zany's in nashville awesome so yeah very cool and 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 are you you don't you are you looking for distribution still are you just gonna do the youtube thing or where, yeah, my uh, the, my manager's looking for distribution, but yeah. I, f- I feel like any more like people put their stuff on YouTube and like there's no shame in that at all. Like no, that's I mean accessible. Yeah, it's very thing. accessible, and I mean there's a lot of times where someone will get it on like if you're not getting it on Netflix with a campaign to push it, I feel like it can get buried on the other uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. But like on YouTube, it's gonna show up. Like people are gonna yeah. watch it. So. Oh, Even mean, not everybody has Netflix and nobody yeah. not like not everybody has Amazon or whatever, but like you could tell your grandma how to get to YouTube. You right. Know? Exactly. It's just a link. Send them a link and boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put I so I didn't have like a full camera shoot for my album, Bam Bam, but I had enough that I was like, I can turn this into something. And I made it into and it, it's done pretty well on uh, YouTube. And then I cut it up and put it on TikTok, too, in like five parts because they allowed to do the mm-hmm. longer videos and like the first part has got almost 20,000 views so that's pretty cool nice and yeah. like i think for the most part like 
It just has to sound okay and not look terrible. Nobody's right. like, this is only a two camera, not a three. Yeah, because like, I'm out. You know, people with stand up, people just want it to be funny. That's all they care about. They don't, and they like yeah. they don't want it to be like distractingly bad. But as long as it's mm-hmm. good, looks good, sounds good. We're not we're not up there to be hot. We're up there to be funny. I'm up there to be hot, and it's just I've not it's not worked out physically. <laughs> I'm sweating, but uh, yeah, all my videos that I've done in in my car or anything like yeah. it's just me holding a phone. Nobody, as long as it's not the worst quality ever, nobody cares. Right, exactly. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, check out Brent at uh, Hilarities this weekend if you're in Cleveland, or just go to his website. Is it just Brent Terhune.com? Uh, Brent- Brentcomedy.com. Brentcomedy.com. And uh, see when he's coming to a town near you. Uh, he's one of the best out there. Very funny guy. Uh, that was fun, man. Thanks for, for go- going through uh, some old stuff with me. For cringing with everybody. But yeah, thanks for having me on, Bill. I'll see you this week. All right, see you this week. Bye. This is the Bill Squire Show. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.